now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. We're doing something that we've been trying to get right now for over two years. Yep. And we're still working at it. We are. Trying to bring you the best of the music we just find laying around. That's right. You know, and maybe looking into the background a little bit. There's so much of it. There's so much. Yeah. It's just laying around for the yeah. picking. You know, people ask us, they say, Derriere's, exactly what is Americana music? And that's a fair question. It, it is, a, and we have a fair answer. We have a fair <laughs> answer. It's not really a great... It's a decent answer. It's a decent and answer. And it's our definition. That's right. And, and we think that it's music with... Distinctive American roots. roots. And that really leaves the door wide open. Oh, really. yeah. I mean, you know, on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, for instance, uh, it, it could be rock and roll. Well, it could be blues. It could even be disco. Rockabilly. Uh, heavy metal. Cocktail. Oh, cocktail, yes. Uh, it could be Creole. Rhythm and blues. Minstrel. Rumba. Uh, it could be doo-wop. It could be Gregorian chants. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, as long as there's an American tie-in there someplace. <laughs> yes, so. But you know what our, really our favorite one is? Yes, it's... it's Boogaloo, boogaloo yeah. yes, and we need more boogaloo we in our do. lives. Everyone needs. Yeah. Oh, so. we agree on that. Uh, that's one thing we that's agree on. So rare. And the format of the show is that uh, each of us shows up uh, each week with a virtual fistful of tunes that we have not yet disclosed to the other that's, guy. That's correct. And we parse them out one at a time, and we take turns starting the show. And it's an odd-numbered show. It's episode one fifteen. That's it. And Leo, you get to start. You know, we uh, we make a pretty good point of avoiding playing. Um, you know, the Brits, you know. Well, yeah. Because they're not Americans, not American, right? Right. And, and unless there was so, some American band that might have had to cover a, a song done by a British rock and roll well, band. Well, yeah. there have been instances where there have been a band with a Brit in it, but That's more, true. more Americans than Brits. I got, I've got an American band uh-huh. that covered a song I've liked for a long time, but haven't been able to play because... We didn't have like an American band doing it. Right? Oh, okay. Okay. Now listen, you're gonna love the name of this band right off the bat. The name was Camper Van Beethoven. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> yes, it was, man. There was an American rock and roll band formed in the, in Redlands, California, in 1983, and then later on they they moved to Santa Cruz and eventually San Francisco. And uh, apparently, their style mixes elements of pop, ska. Yeah, which we have a, we, well, yeah, yeah, we need to do some. We, we do, need to do some of that. Rock, folk, alternative country, and world music. That's kind of well, they, wow. the basis. Put that's it all in a blender. And oh, baby. Put it on high. You don't know what's going to come out. The, the, oh, listen, these guys worked really hard for a short amount of time, okay? They, their bands, uh, their first three independent records were released within an 18-month period. Wow. That just, boom, 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 that's boom. That's a lot of work. Done. And... Uh, that one of the their debut single was called "Take the Skinheads Bowling." <laughs> I, 
I just love that title. Hey, that's a great title. That's a great title. Anyway, they signed with Virgin Records in 87, and they released two albums, and they had pretty good chart success. Uh, but here's the thing. They, they covered this, uh, ba- uh, this song by a band called Status Quo. Oh, sure. Right? Mm-hmm. And they do a mighty fine job of it. You can check this out, man. It's uh, their cover of Pictures of Matchstick Men.
you talking about a flashback. I hope people are listening to this through headphones. Oh, that was crazy, That's wasn't it? bouncing back, and I'm glad we weren't driving. <laughs> Me too. We'd have been in the ditch. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun, Leo. Okay, well, there you go, Rod. It's back to you. Well, our buddy Jim Bob Sportin' Fool, uh, you know, we talk about bubblegum music, and yeah. I think you've featured some. I have, yeah. But he, he suggested that we cover Ohio Express. Oh, I know. I remember those guys. They okay. were like one hit wonders or kind something. Kind of, sorta. Um, they they were the band was formed in Mansfield, Ohio, in 1967. It was marketed as a band, but it's be, it'd be more accurate to say the name Ohio Express served as a brand name used by Super K Productions to release the music of a number of different musicians oh, okay. and acts. Yeah, okay. right. We we've, we've touched on this before. I think yeah. we did when you did yeah. the bubblegum thing. It was kind of an industry. It, more of an right? industry, that's right. Yeah. So, um basically, um uh, what it was, it was Joy Levine. And Joy Levine would hire um you know, studio musicians and stuff and they would record the this, this music. So, at one point, they hired an Ohio band known as Sir Timothy and the Royals. And renamed them the Ohio Express. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, and, and they recorded an album called Beg, Borrow, and Steal. And it mixed the original title track with tracks recorded by the Ohio Express touring group, as well as retracks recorded by the Super K staff musicians. Oh, man. So <laughs> these just, were basically just It's a conglomeration together. of stuff, right? Okay, sure. And so, um, so they... Uh, they, 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 they turn this band into Ohio Express so that they could go out and tour. Right, okay. Right? Because they had no touring entity. There you go. Okay? And a lot of it, times those guys that went out on the tour weren't the guys from the studio anyway. You exactly, know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so two of the songs on that album uh, were actually recorded by the Kent, Ohio band, The Measles, which was led by Joe Walsh. Oh, man. Later of the James King and the Eagles, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so anyway... Um, uh, what happened then was that label went bankrupt and it moved to the home label of Bubblegum Pop, which was Buddha Records. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And Joey Levine, um, he basically ran it. Okay. And and he controlled the music. He did a lot of the tracks himself, overdubbed it and all that kind of stuff. And um, so he put together a demo version of the song Yummy, Yummy, Yummy. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. With the Super K staff and studio musicians and his own guide vocals uh, for the Ohio Express to record over, Jeez. right? Yes. But um, Buddha Head, Neil Bogart, liked the demo enough that he just released it as is. Oh, really? Yes. It became an international smash hit, <laughs> peaking at number four of the U.S., number five UK, number five Ireland, number seven Australia, and number one in Canada. Oh wow! And two months after its issue, it had sold over one million copies. It was granted gold disc status. Good lord! So, um, so then they started releasing other songs and all that. But, but the the official group was still this this band that they put together, <laughs> right? And so what happened is they were out touring and, and doing some stuff like that. Well, then they came out with Chewy Chewy. Yeah. Which is oh, another big hit, right? That's right, yeah. And so it was the second million, million seller. And um, these guys were out touring and people wanted them to play the song. Well, they didn't know it. Nobody, <laughs> nobody bothered to tell them. Oh, man. <laughs> so anyway, at, at, at a certain point, Joey Levine got upset because he thought he wasn't making enough money and, and he left. And then it, the whole thing just kind of fell oh, apart. Oh, wow. But anyway, so uh, f- a fun, interesting story of the business of music. But uh, this one goes out to Jim Bob from uh, Ohio, the album Ohio Express from 1968. 
Yummy, yummy, yummy. Deserve that. That's a, that was the demo version. Isn't that amazing? That is pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy. We've had experiences like that before with some songs. You know, right. the wrong pick made it. You're right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jim Bob. That was a that was a fun rabbit hole to go down. Yeah, it was a pretty deep rabbit hole. There, yeah. Roger. All so right. uh, back to you, Leo. I'm gonna cover. A, I'm gonna cover two bases on this one. Right. Mm. I'm gonna cover a guy that we've. I don't think we've done him before on the show somehow or another. And I'm also gonna cover the cocktail thing. All right. Mm, okay. We're talking about a guy. His his given name was Dino Paul Crocetti. All right. Okay. Dean Martin. Oh wow. All right. And uh, he was born in 1917, man. And and uh, he was the uh, he was the son of Italian immigrants. And he didn't even speak English until he, at the fifth grade when he started school. Oh wow! It was I mean, that close, you know. Uh, but uh, he uh, he now, later on, of course, he got together with Jerry Lewis, and they had this big career and everything. Right. But um, anyway, he dropped out of a high school in the tenth grade because he thought he was smarter than his teachers. <laughs> but so he went and listen listen to this guy's career. Um, he bootlegged liquor. He worked at a steel mill. He served as a croupier, whatever that is, at a speakeasy at a blackjack dealer. He was a welterweight boxer, and he billed himself as Kid Crochet. <laughs> His prize wow. fighting is just, listen. It said that earned him a broken nose, uh, a scarred lip, many broken knuckles because he couldn't afford the tape that boxers put on their oh, hands. Oh wow! No, broke all his knuckles and everything. And uh, for for a while, he uh, he shared an apartment in New York City with this boxer, right? Okay. Named Sonny King, 
And uh, he was also trying to get started in show business. They were so broke, you know. They used to charge people to watch them bare knuckle box each other in their apartment, <laughs> fighting until one or the other one got knocked out. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, you talk about rough and tumble. Hey, it's it, a living. It's a living. And this guy went on, you know. He, he made it so big, man. He had one hit after another, and then he, the whole Rat Pack thing and right. Vegas and the whole bit. I mean, what what a career this guy had. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was quite a crooner. And he he did he did a, several of those very cool songs, you know, laid back. This one uh, is I, I can't remember what year it was like in the forties. This is recorded anyway. The name of the song is called Cha Cha Demur. Are you ready for this? Oh, I can't wait. Okay, check it out. Cha-cha-cha d'amour Take this song to my lover Shoo-shoo, little bird Go and find my love Cha-cha-cha d'amour Serenade at her window Shoo-shoo, little bird Sing my song of love Tell her I will wait But if she names the date Tell her that I care More than I can bear For when we are apart How it hurts my heart So fly, oh fly away And say I hope and pray This lover's melody will bring her back to me. Cha-cha-cha d'amour Take this song to my lover Little bird, go and find my love. Cha 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 the morn, it at her window. Shoo shoo, little bird, sing my song of love. Shoo shoo, little bird, tell her of my love. Cha cha cha. <laughs> Man, that put me in the mood, man. I had to get my hat out. I know. We had a two-man conga line going around the camper. <laughs> you know, the, t- the the neighbors are checking us out. <laughs> I'm sure they are. I guess maybe we should have kept the door closed on that one. Uh, right probably. Oh, well. Uh, we'll have to go apologize later. <laughs> later. But not now. Not now. Uh, because this is when we have to go out and police the area. Tom- we do. Have Tomorrow's to moving up. day, of course. That's true. And uh, guess what? Uh-oh. It's your turn to check that uh, left, left rear inside, inside duel. duel. Yeah. Okay. So you better go suit up. Maybe I'll wear my Carmen Miranda hat. I think that'd protect you just as much. Maybe a tinfoil hat and, would work, and, and too. my face mask. Of yeah, of course. Okay, go okay. do it. If they aren't talking already, the neighbors need something to talk about. <laughs> All right, we'll do that, and then we'll be right back here on Truckers Radio USA. Yeah, we're back. Yes, we are. 
and uh, we're both back. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you made it, Leo. It's, I am too. It's good to see you again. I didn't know, you know. I uh, did a little cha-cha while I was out there doing the thing. I was still in the mood. Yeah? Well, well, I had good. half of the outfit on, so. Yeah. Well, fear, fear makes you do things like that. So. <laughs> yeah, really, it does. <laughs> so you should mention that. Oh, well, well, we are broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park right here in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Myrtle Beach. Yeah. I got to tell you, Roger, that we this is one of those places where we just don't fit in. Yeah, I know. You know, yeah. I mean, this place is like, we're talking, you know, high-tone stuff. It was, uh, yeah. I know. Right. Yeah. And our budget just went straight to hell <laughs> this year, this week. We're definitely standing out, not in a good way. No, a six pack is like $14. <laughs> you know, we can't afford that kind of thing. I know. They, 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 say, they call it, it's, it's a coastal city, of course, mm-hmm. right? And um, it, it was, uh, it's in the, um, I think they call Horry County. I, I saw the sign as we came in. I couldn't make any sense of it. But anyway, it's it's located in the center of a long and contiguous uh, I think it's like 60-mile uh, stretch of beach, right? I okay. mean, the beach is like 60 miles long, and it's called the Grand Strand. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Until we got there and realized we yeah. couldn't afford to get on the beach either. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't think they liked our swimming suits either. Not anyway. so much, yeah. Anyway, it's like a major center of tourism in South Carolina. In fact, the whole country. It sure is, it's, yes. it's, it's just huge. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the subtropical climate, miles of beaches. Oh, guess how many golf courses? 86. Wow. Yeah. That's a few. That's a few. 1,800 restaurants, man. Wow. Oh, we were looking for was a beer joint. We get a burger and fries, you know, and a couple of cheap beers, man. Oh, well. I anyway. bet they're here somewhere. We just don't know. <laughs> somewhere. The, yeah. the region was once home to uh, the Waccamaw people. And apparently there was a family settled in the area and a prominent, uh, they they kind of turned this waterway, you know. It was kind of wild and willy. At first, the, the first house they built got washed away in a hurricane, and like 18 people in the house went with it. Oh, wow. Yeah, they said, maybe we shouldn't do this. Yeah. You know, maybe we should move inland. And they did, but eventually they built a railroad track and took them right out to the beach, and then one thing led to another, and boom. Yeah. You got this great place. Anyway, it's awesome. a lovely place. It's very nice here. Well, you know, um, that's great, Leo. I appreciate that. Yeah, and people ask us all the time. They say, Darius, hey, what, do you what got- the hell are you doing <laughs> what in Myrtle are you Beach? thinking? <laughs> Why don't you go somewhere else? I mean, uh, what are you doing driving around this country in that old RV and you stay in Shady Grove RV Park? Some of them where you don't belong. Like some of them. And, uh, you know, but the fact is that uh, unlike our compadres uh, here on Truckers Radio USA who have these things called ranches, ranches yeah. uh, we don't. We and, don't have uh, a ranch. You no. know, uh, for instance, Rex we Allen Jr. We didn't. We didn't have, but well, go ahead. Well, yeah. Well, first off, Rex Allen Jr., of course, has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch in the Dos Cabezas Mountains. Alan Bailey, of course, has the Swinging Gate Ranch. And Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills. And Oren Friesen, of course, has the Rock and Banjo Ranch. And we thought we didn't have a ranch until right. our pal Suzanne straightened us out. She said, look at it this way, guys. You've got the entire continental United States. Uh, border shore to, to shore, border, border to border. Sheet, yeah, all over and, the place. And you could say we have a ranch without, without fences. fences. Yes. And we traveled that range in our RV called... Rambling Rose. Rambling Rose. Why you... Ah, 
Ah, sweet Rosie. Rosie gets us there. We've been spending a lot of time in Rosie this trip because we can't afford to go anywhere else. <laughs> That's true. And if we go outside, people stare at us. They do. They yeah. do. I don't think the guy next door realized we were carpet his cable, you know. <laughs> I hit it the best I could. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, good. All right. I think it's my turn. I believe it is your turn. Okay. Uh, and, you know, it hit me the other day. I was researching some stuff and, and thinking, and, you know, uh, one one style of music we have not covered is whistling. Is that a style? Uh, I don't know, but there's some great whistling <laughs> tunes out there. The world needs more whistling okay, songs. Okay, I agree with I think, you. right? I agree with you. So uh, I looked. I started looking into it, and, and I, I'm going to have more than just this one entry. There's some incredible stuff out there. But okay. I found this guy. Mm-hmm. His name is Maurice Muzzy Marcelino. Okay, People great. Called him Muzzy, right? Uh-huh. Born in uh, 1912. Uh, he was known primarily for his clear, melodious style of whistling, and his whistling was featured in many television and film soundtracks, such as The Mickey Mouse Club and Lassie. Oh, really? Yeah, you that, know, okay, that's, that's classic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, his contributions can also be heard on the soundtrack to the 1954 film The High and the Mighty and on Hugo Montenegro's 1968 hit version of the main theme to the film, The Good, the Bad, I and the Ugly. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> so oh, wow. That's Muzzy Marcelino. Wow. So he was also the musical director of the CBS daytime show, Art Linklater's House Party. So there's some uh, a lot of different stuff out there. I found this on a, one of those collections. Actually, it was one that we've uh, pulled stuff before, that Ultra Lounge Volume 8 uh, Cocktail Capers. <laughs> yeah. This is Muzzy Marcelino doing Heap Big Chief. Yeah. 
never done a whistling song before. Uh, okay, we check that off the list. Yeah. Although we're not going to because I have more. You have more. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, fine. All right, Leo. Back to you. You remember? Uh, I don't remember. It was a week or so ago, we uh, we featured a a, a, a song uh, featuring a, a fiddle player named uh, Cecil Brower. Yes. Right. The cool history on him and everything yeah, else. Yeah. Right. Well, he he kind of was um, heavily influenced by this guy that, and we talked about him. Uh, his name was Joe Venuti. Yes. Okay. His given name is Giuseppe uh, Venuti, and he was born in 1903. But here's here's kind of a little bit of background on this guy. Uh, he and his buddy that he worked with a lot uh, were kind of like the um, what am I trying to say the um, Oh, Stefan Grappelli and Django Reinhardt. Okay. They were the American guys, right? Okay, gotcha. But, uh, whereas Django and Stefano, they were French and Spanish or whatever. Right. Okay. okay. So, um, so, but depending upon what reference book you read, uh, Venuti was um, either, when he died, right, was either 84, 82, 80, 75, 74, or 72. <laughs> No, wow! Now he said, you know, he this guy also had kind of a, a history. He liked to he liked to joke around a lot, so he didn't mind all this mysterious, you know, somebody yeah, sure. what his actual birth date was. Now, so anyway, uh, he he's kind of considered the um, the father of jazz violin, and he hooked up a, 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 a guy early on in his career named Eddie Lang. All right. Okay. The other half of that thing there. And um, they made a lot of recordings as either letters or featured soloists. And he and Lang become same well known for their hot violin and guitar stuff uh, that on many commercial dance recordings, they were hired to do 12 or 24 bars duos. You know, inserted okay. into what would normally just be a regular dance arrangement, right? Oh, wow. So they were, people were making excuses to get them on their records. Oh, Pretty yeah. Cool. Unfortunately, Eddie Lang uh, passed away early in 1933, and Joe Venuti just kind of, it wasn't the same for him anymore. Wow. It, it kind of slowed him down a lot. But he, uh, when he started getting back on his feet a little bit, he did hook up with guys like Cecil Brower, right, and did a right. lot of work with him. But listen, this guy was constantly getting in trouble. I mean, he was constantly pulling um, practical drugs on people. And we heard about something that oh, he did. Oh, we did, yes. From, from our friend, yes. uh, Billy Dye. <laughs> yes. He, in one account, he filled a tuba player's horn with flour during a break in the rehearsal, <laughs> right? And another one involved sending a, a one-armed trumpeter, a guy named Wingy Manone, a single cufflink for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten this. That's great. great. He also called every bass player in New York phone book, asking them to meet him on a street corner, you know, for a gig. Yeah. And when over 50 bass players arrived with their instruments, it created a minor roadblock. (laughs) So he then, he subsequently had to pay the players for their time as mandated by the AF of them. Of course. Constantly getting in trouble. Anyway, you know, there's a lot of great stories about this guy, but uh, he was just an incredible player. And uh, I'm going to sing, uh, I'm going to sing, I'm going to play a tune he did with his old partner from 1924. It's called Stringing the Blues. Thank you. 
You know, I love that backstory about that guy. <laughs> That's I'm so glad you brought that up. I'd forgotten about it. He got in serious trouble. He had to pay every one of those bass oh, players. Oh, yeah. Now, can you imagine 50 bass players showing up on, a, on an intersection? Yeah. Bass players can get angry anyway. Well, you yeah. Know. You don't want to mess but, with bass players. Yeah. Thanks, right. Bill Dye, for that. Uh, those stories. That's great. <laughs> okay, it's back to you, Rod. Uh, we're going to go forward uh, to the year 1972. Okay. Uh, and this is one of those, you know, sometimes a song is just... Uh, you know, it was at a point in my life, and uh, the band was called Looking Glass. I, I remember that band, yeah. And uh, they were part, they called it the Jersey Shore Sound, right? Mm-hmm. And they the band was put together at Rutgers University in New Brunswick, New Jersey, started in 1969. And then after college, two of them left, and uh, they put two more guys together, and they came out with this song in uh, 1972 called Brandy. You're yeah, a fine girl, yeah, right? yeah. It's a cool song. Uh, it was Number one on Billboard Hot 100, Cashbox, and Top 100 charts. I mean, just wow, killed it. swept them. And it charted for like, I think, 16 weeks. 16 weeks, yeah. But it was their only million seller. Uh, they had they had another tune um, that was pretty good. Jimmy Loves Marianne came out a little later, right? Yeah, I know. You probably recognize it. Right, it wasn't yeah. as big of a hit. Uh, but anyway, so they they did this, and, and they really didn't do that much. So they they uh, they changed their name to Fallen Angels. Oh, that's a good career move, right? And um, a year later, they changed their name again to <laughs> Stars with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the name game. And then one of the guys left with did a solo career, you know. And they just never. And, and I went and I researched those bands. I thought, oh, well, it might be kind of fun to do some of that. Sure, yeah, it's just heavy rocked out. Oh, really? And it wasn't really very good yeah. stuff. But uh, anyway, it was kind of cool. They uh, the New York radio station um, WPLJ FM reunited Looking Glass along with several other acts as part of a 70s reunion concert in 1995. Oh, wow. So they were there, uh, Three Dog Night, Rupert Holmes, Andrew Gold, um, uh, let's see, The Outsiders, and Robert John. You know, so yeah, sure. that would have been yeah. a fun concert to it see. It would. But anyway, uh, again, this is one I used to sit in my uh, in my little Dotson pickup and uh, eat my uh, sack lunch and listen to this uh, when I was working during the summer of 72, Looking Glass doing Brandy. Western Bay and it serves a hundred ships a day. Lonely sailors pass the time away and talk about their homes. And there's a girl in this harbor town and she works laying whiskey down. They say brandy, fetch another round. She serves them whiskey and wine. The sailors say brandy. You're a fine girl What a good wife you would be Such a fine girl Yeah, your eyes could steal a sailor from the sea Brandy wears a braided chain Made of finest silver from the north of Spain A locket that bears the name of a man that Brandy On a summer's day Bringing gifts From far away But it made it clear It couldn't stay No horror was his home The sailor said Brandy You're a fine girl
Story on that song, probably yeah. Yeah, there is. You know, I mean, it's it, kind of a shame they had a great sound. They really did. I mean, a really yeah. distinctive sound. You know, absolutely, so, absolutely. But anyway, that was a good one. And yeah. Uh, oh, hey, hey, speaking of good ones, did you find any good sponsors yet? I keep looking. You know, I I sure wish we could get a beer sponsor, a beer or something uh, useful uh, like gasoline. Gas, yeah, you know? um, something. But I'm kind. I, I got one that I'm thinking about. What's uh, that? Well, give it a listen. See what you think. Okay. With five different flavors, with extra flavor for the whole family and every stripe. Luscious lime stripe. Lip black and lemon stripe. Delicious orange stripe. Mixed fruit and cherry stripe. For you in every pack of beach nut fruit stripe gum, by beach nut, by gum, by tea, by gum, by king, by gush, by gum. And there's extra flavor for the whole family in every scrumptious stripe. More flavors to choose, more flavors to choose. The flavor starts lively, the flavor stays lively. By beach nut, by beach nut, by gum, by gum. Beach nut fruit stripe for the whole family, by gum. Well, look out. We're backing up. Backing up. I mean, that's all we do. That's all we do. Well, we are the backup guys. We backed in here, you know, yep. and, we're, and uh, we're backing out again. Yeah, we better back out. We better back out. They're going to be coming after us, I think. <laughs> I know. We, you know, Roger, this is one of those places where we, like I said earlier, we just don't fit in. Nope. No. Yeah, we've been in a few of those places. Well, there's there's like a 42-foot, you know, thing right next to us, and I right. don't think anybody else knows we're even here because we're behind it. <laughs> Probably a good thing. You know, it's probably just as yeah, well. Yeah. Bad. Okay. Well, there you go. well, you know, this is the part of the show where we uh, we just get down and beg. Oh, we just beg. We yeah. beg people. Uh, you know, we tried to be polite about it. You right. know, But you know, you know, uh, look this, where it got us. You know, uh, uh, come on. We're on all the internets. We're on all the Facebooks. That's right. And uh, go check out our website. The one for this uh, show is thederrieres.com. And by all means, we're just doing you a favor, telling yeah. you this. Do not forget. The yeah, that's right. It's, it's a tiny word, but if you forget it, <laughs> oh, there are oh, you'll great, never great big consequences. Yeah. Oh yeah, you'll never forget huge it. Huge consequences. Yeah, yeah. And uh, of course, the one for the band is well, that's threetrailswest.com with the number three on the front of it right? there. And we have all of our, we have our schedule, you know, mm-hmm. printed of there, and that's where you can get some stickers and buy our records and uh, you know, and, lots uh, of, our new t-shirts, our new t-shirts. They're pretty that's cool. Right. They are cool. Yeah, they are cool. And you know, if you go to either site, uh, you're going to find a lot of 
content. content. And we're pretty sure that if you uh, look at it, you'll be contented. contented. But there's so much of it, you could easily become confused. Confused. Which shape you should contact us us and we'll get you straightened out. Yeah, you should do that. Uh, There are contact us tabs on both websites or you can get to us uh, directly with our email addresses. Mine is roger, no D, at thederrieres.com. And likewise, mine is leo, also no D, at thederrieres.com. Right. Yep. And, uh, you know, if you go to thedarius.com and go to the Americana Roadshow tab, uh, you will find all of our past episodes there, and you can uh, download them uh, or listen to them there. But download them and listen to them at At your your leisure. leisure. Preferably while wearing your leisure Leisure suit. suit. That'd be super cool. Absolutely. If you want to know how that's done, uh, go to our homepage, and uh, our buddy Jim Farrell is sporting a nice rust-colored one there. He's rocking the look. He's looking, yeah. He certainly is. So, oh, hey, you know where else you can find our website or oh, find our show? Why? Uh, Spotify. That's right. My favorite now. Yeah. Spotify. Uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and of course, Spotify. Yeah, but Spotify I, and Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They that's, aren't paying us anything for it lately. No, they're not. But I know you But that's like where that. I have. I have a, I can get right there pretty yeah. easy. I don't so, remember those yeah. other ones. There's no excuse. Uh, now, uh, you know, as our good buddy Mike Carr says, go nowheres. Mm-hmm. Without, Without the, the derriers, derriers, yes. Thank you, Mike. Yes. Well, Leo, I think it's back to you. I was just digging around. It's, you know, we used to call it twisting the dial, you know. Right. To say, and, and, but in modern times, we don't twist the dial so much as more as we just kind of cruise the internet, you know. Right. And, and listen to stuff. And I ran across this gal. And her name is Chris Delmhorst. All right. And she's kind of an interesting lady. She's in from the Boston area. And she's part of this kind of a group of Boston players that kind of interact with one another. They they work together on projects and stuff. But she's uh, pretty interested now. She In, in 2006, uh, she came out with an album. I think it's called Strange Conversations or something like that. And uh, But she took the words of poems by writers such as Lord Byron, George Eliot, Edna Vince, uh, St. Vincent Millay, people like that, yeah. and set them to music. Or use them as an, a, a, a kind of a, a inspiration uh, for writing, Interesting. You know, and that's what we've run into before. I mean, lots of people have done that with the Woody Guthrie tunes sure. and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's pretty interesting. Anyway, uh, she, some of the words uh, she took them verbatim, and some some she worked the essence of a phrase and kind of expanded on it. And uh, she also liked to um, match certain poems to certain musical styles. Okay, okay. it's a cool project. You know, very very creative. Anyway, um, one of the people she wanted to feature on this was a guy named uh, Galupi Baldessari, okay? And uh, he was a, a Venetian composer. And she kind of wrote like a little conversation she was having with the guy. But listen, if you listen to the lyrics in this song, she, he also made reference to chord changes and oh, wow. as a way to express emotions and stuff like this. And she picked up on that. So she kind of worked that into the song. Awesome. So as a musician, I found that pretty pretty interesting. Yeah. So this is Chris Delmore uh, from 2006, and uh, the song is called, uh, I think it's just called Galupi Baldessari. Oh, Galupi Baldessari, though I never knew your name, it's thanks to Mr. Browning you are with us just the same. Thanks to Mr. Browning blowing on the flame. Well, here you come with your old music, and here's all the good it brings. You say they lived like this in Venice, when the merchants were the kings. 
Boston Though I never left old Boston Still you showed me everything Well did the young folks take their pleasure Was the ocean warm in May Did the party start at midnight Did they roll until midday And did the ladies bloom like bellflowers Every time you'd start to play Well I bet that they all loved you Bet they stood around and cheered Saying that's what I call music Good for joy and good for tears And now let's stop all of this talking Says, well, fellas, life might not last, but we can try. So, were you happy? I was happy. You're still happy. Yes, and you then more kisses. Why do we stop them when a million seems so few? Well, there's something in that music. Lord, it must be answered to. up and took on where they'll never see the sun oh, but you you ghostly cricket singing where the house is burned dust and ashes dead and done with venice spent with venice earned but what's left behind i wonder when the kissing has adjourned dust and ashes so you tell me And I cannot say you're wrong Still those dear dead dancing ladies With their hair so soft and long Stir a little in their slumber Every time we play your song Cause the minor third's still bitter Six chord makes a sigh A suspension solution Must we die, must we also die And the seven still says, well Life might not last, but we can try Chris Delmhorst. And that's a name to remember right there. Yeah. That, I like that stuff. That's you know, great. she uh, she had the, the whole clarinet thing going. It's kind of a almost Dixieland kind of a sure. feel. She patterned the songs that she wrote 
kind of individually for whoever she was, you know, writing about. Yeah, that's her, cool. Yeah, influenced by. I like it. All right, Rogers, back to you. Okay, so you talk about your uh, your supergroups, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I stumbled across this. I don't know why I never heard of it before, but uh, it's an album called the, the Nashville Acoustic Sessions. It's from two thousand four. Um, so the people that are on it, uh, Raul Malo, who is uh, from uh, the group. Um, the Mavericks. Oh man, what yeah. a, what a voice! Tremendous yeah. voice, yeah. Uh, Pat Flynn, of course, uh, from Newgrass Revival Days. Mm-hmm. We just featured him a week or two ago, right? Uh, one of his solo uh, projects. Uh, Rob Ikes, uh, yeah. a tremendous uh, dobro player. He is man. incredible. Yeah, yeah. Blue Highway, Patty Loveless. He, mm-hmm. he played with mm-hmm. them. And then Dave Pomeroy, uh, the Chieftains, uh, Amy Lou Harris, who played with her. Yeah, you're right. All-Stars. Yeah, yeah All-Stars. All all and, wow. and the album, it's cool. It's, uh, it's covers of different tunes, and, and um, there's, I, I liked a lot of them. But uh, I really like the feel of this one. They do a real nice job with it. It's the Van Morrison tune, Bright Side of the Road. the dark end of the street To the bright side of the road We'll be lovers once again On the bright side of the road Little darling, come with me Won't you help me share my load From the dark end of the street To the bright side of the road Into this life we're born Mm, Baby, sometimes, sometimes we don't know why Time seems to go by so fast mm-hmm. In the twinkling of an eye mm-hmm. Let's enjoy it while we can Won't you help me share my load From the dark end of the street the bright side of the road life we're born mm, Baby, sometimes Sometimes we don't know why Time seems to go by so fast Sing my song. Help me sing a song. From the dark end of the street. To the bright side of the road. 
From the dark end of the street To the bright side of the road From the dark end of the street From the dark end of the street To the bright side of the road Be lovers once again on the bright side of the road. Of getting down the road music. Yeah, no kidding. Which is appropriate because that's what we have to do. We have to get down the road. That's right. Yeah. I was just looking at the clock here. Yeah, we got to get out, uh, get going tomorrow. Yes, and, that's uh, true. So that means we got to figure out where we're going. Oh, that's true. Uh, let's see. Who's turn so, is it to do uh, what? It's my turn to throw the dart. Okay. So you can need get to the get map. the map. Yeah. Give me a second. It's okay. Way back yeah. over here. Hold on. Right. Yeah. Oh, man, it's... Oh, look, corn nuts. Oh, good. Corn nuts. I found corn nuts. <laughs> oh, good. And I found the map. Okay. <laughs> All right. These well, look like kind of old corn nuts. Yeah, well, you can eat them if you want. Well, Jason was just along with us recently, so they made me some of his. They might. I, I, <laughs> you don't know where they've been. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, okay. Go, go get the dart. Okay, you did the you, dart. Okay, um, all right. Uh, spoon drawer two. two. Yeah, wait. Yeah, Okay, got it. Is. I got it. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right, I'm ready. Okay. Let me get in the circle. Uh, it's, you got ready okay. to spin around? Uh, here we go. One, One two, two, three. Throw the dart, throw the dart. Okay, oh, we went oh. south and uh, west. Kind of west, right, yeah. Uh, Arkansas. Uh, Harrison, Arkansas. I know where that is. You do? Yeah, I'm in there. It's oh, pretty, good. You it's, can drive. Okay. Maybe I don't know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll be totally lost. Oh, well, there's always we'll GPS. We've got one of those things. All right. Well, Leo, uh, another interesting show. Yeah, it has been fun. Yeah. I've learned some new stuff. Um, I have to go dig around a little bit. I know. I, I, I saved a couple real zingers for you for next show. Though. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you're going to okay. love it. I, I, and Roger, uh-huh. don't feel so safe yourself because there may be zingers in your, <laughs> oh, his, in, in your future. I'm sure you're right. Okay. All right. Well, we'll get down the road and uh, we'll do this again next week. Uh, this has been the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio. Radio. USA. USA. And don't forget to look out behind you. It's the Derriers. Derriers.